0: Go to work congratulations
1: on your new podcast. Now open up a can of whoop ass and blast, blast, blast.
0: This is Angelo. And I hope you like this show.
1: Carmen, welcome back to another episode of
0: Sweet gravy. Sweet gravy. Good boy, get it together. Huh?
1: <laughs> uh, that was uh, Angelo Moore. Remember him? Oh, of course. Um, I like his tasteful music. His uh, yeah. tasty jams. Um, but uh something that's been getting a lot of play off of my phone lately. You know what it is?
0: What, do you got it queued up on the board? Huh? Do you got it in there?
1: Do I got what in there? It
0: on the board. Do I got what? Don't do it. Huh? Girl.
1: <laughs> so uh, there's this uh, video going on, and it's, uh, apparently it's a few years old. It's a group called uh, Toaster and Moose. They got this song about a a Biscuit. And they say, "Why are you looking like that?" Because it's ridiculous. The, the, you know, the, the song, like, "Taste the biscuit,
0: taste the goodness of the biscuit,
1: taste the honey sauce,
0: taste the goodness of the biscuit with the
1: honey sauce." And it, isn't it great?
0: i hate it why i hate everything about it
1: and uh so i went down this rabbit hole of the toaster and moose they've got like a reunion apparently it was a big deal and now it got found on the TikToks, so mm-hmm. it's reemerging. Mm-hmm. but uh you're um i don't know how you uh like the billy ray cyrus maybe you watched the hannah montanas whenever you were younger but
0: um, because no renaissance man they sing his "Achy Breaky Heart" song in the shower scene that they do.
1: What is Renaissance Man?
0: Uh, Renaissance Man is about these kids who is learning. Um, they're in the army, but they're learning Shakespeare in one of the classes uh-huh. in the uh, in army boot camp or something like that. Uh-huh. It just shows like these young kids in a boot camp. First so you like it
1: because in that movie they play one of his songs. Yeah. <laughs> well his is it well we really yeah uh-huh. we
0: really like that movie we watched that movie you over and your it. sister yeah me you gotta watch it it's uh, so good uh-huh. it's such a classic
1: so that's why you're a billy ray cyrus fan mm-hmm. and so in the algorithm because i've been uh the the watching the video so often carmen that it keeps popping up new stuff and then it's uh your
0: algorithms got to be all
1: over the place. George uh George Lopez and uh Billy Ray Cyrus they started singing the song together. Apparently uh George Lopez had like just uh tons and tons of uh that song playing all the time. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that?
0: It's silly. The whole thing is silly. It's these like middle-aged this middle-aged white woman singing this song.
1: Yeah. How's it go?
0: Nobody want to hear you saying that Why not? Because Apparently
1: they do Because it, it went viral not once but twice It
0: went viral because of how ridiculous it is <laughs> Not because of it, it is kind
1: of ridiculous, huh? Yeah
0: huh. That's funny You're pretty funny So we uh We uh, If we have time off on a weekend We'd like to maybe go get breakfast sometimes mm-hmm. And we would go to this uh, Mexican breakfast spot This Today? morning yeah. yeah and
1: uh three brothers diner yeah is that what it was called
0: yeah and um i thought it was pretty cool it was a different uh a different you know type of breakfast it's- we
1: we pull up to it and they've got this little tiny sign and it's like this like the uh, three pane window hmm. and it's in between a little caesar's and a family dollar and i look at carmen and i'm like okay this place is gonna be the best yeah, right. It's going to be so good. <laughs> like, but it was really good. I think that's it, the best breakfast spot that we've had here in uh, Columbus.
0: Um it's it's different. You like Mexican food a lot, so I figured you let's go get some uh Mexican breakfast and uh I had the huevos rancheros, uh-huh. which is a classic. Yeah, dish. I had the
1: chilaquiles. And
0: you, oh my God, I can't believe Why? who goes and buys chilaquiles. It's a breakfast. I, go, I don't know, I'm just you, not. you don't
1: like it because it's soggy chips?
0: It's soggy chips. Uh-huh. Why would you want, like I get my chili and cheese on the side so my chips don't get soggy. Uh-huh. And they, the whole point of chilaquiles is soggy chips. Right. Oh my God, when I lived in Arizona, that used to make me so angry. <laughs> it's like, I'm at work and then this kid is going to make lunch for everybody in this little next well, it was Arizona so there's a lot of Mexican kids there mm-hmm. and you know he's super he's like I gotta make authentic food like he's like I'm making chilequiles for it. and everybody's like yeah hell yeah chilequiles and I was like what is that Cause uh-huh. I didn't know what it was at the time right and then he make it he's like here try you'll love it I was like, oh my God, this is not fair. He's making the lunch today, and then I can't have lunch because I don't want soggy chips.
1: You can't have chips. Oh, man. So uh, you know how I came to uh, be knowledgeable about the chilaquilas is, uh, you know, we we were watching the hype, Mm -hmm. and uh, Paul Rodriguez, the skateboarder, was on there. Mm -hmm. And then there's Paul Rodriguez, the comedian, which is actually uh, Paul Rodriguez, the skateboarder's uh father Mm -hmm. and he's in a movie called a million to juan you know Mm -hmm. it's kind of like like a plan where a million to one Mm -hmm. you know a million to one Mm -hmm. and uh the little boy so he's like a single father you know and the little boy it's one of those cute movies where the little boy tries to hook up his dad Mm -hmm. and uh he tells this uh, woman that he's trying to (laughs) get attached to his father. Uh, my daddy makes the best chilaquiles and it's so cute. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, watched it and then uh, Fred made some chilaquiles and it was amazing. It was so good. Soggy
0: chips? Yeah. Why would you want soggy chips? I think
1: it's great. I think it's beautiful.
0: Oh my God, I don't get it. I never got it. I just know that he's used to make me angry because I wasn't used to it. It's just a different, different culture, a, a different uh, staple in another culture. Uh-huh. And, um... Yeah, it was just something I wasn't used to Yeah It's so, uh now I think that since we've been together uh, Well, also I work in kitchens So I'm around different types of food all the time So I was able to expand my palate a little bit with that But then since we've been together We like to go out and try different places Like if I haven't tried a place I want to try it to see, you know, what are they about and I couldn't do that when I was younger, because none of my friends had money to ever go out to eat to do anything. Uh-huh. And you don't want to go to a nice restaurant by yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, right? Like, <laughs> I go to a Mexican village, but that's all, you know, tailored to fit the environment that it's in, right. kind of. Mm-hmm. You know how in a tourist area, they jazz up the food, yeah. because they got, uh, you know.
1: Yeah, well, you know, when you're younger, your priorities are different too. So you're not like, let's go out and have like a spend all this money on meals. You want to spend yeah, your well, money on Yeah, well, I wanted things.
0: to, because I already worked in kitchens. So uh-huh. working in kitchens, I see groups of people come in, and I'm like, how did they get ten people to all come in together? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you get that many people together and do one people pay for the person pay for everything? Right. And like, how does this work? Because I could never find that many people to go out to dinner at the same time. Which sucks. So once me and you got together, it's like, yeah, no, we can go do different stuff and I don't have to go by myself to mm-hmm. the nice dinners. Right. Just sit there by myself on my phone looking lonely as hell, eating dinner by myself. Mm-hmm. That's depressing.
1: I don't know. We went to uh, breakfast last week uh, to Tommy's Diner. Yeah. Was that last week or the week before?
0: Uh, I think that was last week.
1: Um, And uh, they have like a little bar. Yeah. And they were like... The bar was like filled, mm-hmm. and you know, there were people that are like, I'm just one, and then they'd stand there and they'd wait for their bar. So, I think if you go to a place because we had to wait like 20 minutes to get into there, mm-hmm. I think if you're a single person, you go to Tommy's Diner breakfast, lunch, and dinner.
0: Yep, I mean you can sit around other people and don't look stupid, even uh-huh. by yourself at the table with one right. person. <laughs> no, that does make sense. The only thing is, their seats were too close together for me. I, I can't know. eat next to somebody I don't know like that.
1: Eating next, to what I don't, you know, you, you go to Gritties. Remember Gritties in Portland, mm-hmm. and they've got those big ass tables that seat like twenty people. Mm-hmm. They're like uh, like a lunch, like a mess hall, mm-hmm. and then you gotta sit next to strangers there. Oxbow oh, was kind of The same way too like, Oh yeah you, you yeah. Like Oxbow's the
0: same way Like I didn't mind Oxbow cause you just Drinking mostly Some people be eating But like uh-huh. I could easily By myself Just find a spot down At the end of the uh, right The little picnic table And like be good to go uh-huh. But yeah At Gritty's Gritty's was weird Because it'd be a family Like next to you Yeah it'd be
1: like A family And you're like Oh I just came in here For like some drinks And a pretzel And mm-hmm. then there's like This little like 10 year old boy
0: Next to you, because everybody just, it's a lot of places like that in Maine. Mm-hmm. Um We went to uh, a lobster place with your mom and her friend, mm-hmm. and that was similar to that. You just sit anywhere. Like, you might have people on this side of the table, this side of the table. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. They have a lot of little places like that. It's all about community. Right. And everyone being together.
1: Uh-huh. Isn't it weird Yeah it's weird Stay away from me
0: Yeah I don't know you I know but I think That comes from us Growing up in like Different cities And things like that Where people kind of Stay to themselves Like Mm -hmm. people ask me All the time Do you hang out With your neighbors Like no We Mm -hmm. don't do that Where I'm from Yeah No we don't want To even get to No you stay your ass Over there Uh huh Let's not even get. It gets weird when you get cool with Nate. It's just a little too personal. Yeah,
1: and then you're like, "Oh, hey, how you doing?" And then maybe they want to like. So, uh, it's the saying no. You know, like yeah, I gotta, I gotta say no a lot, right? Because I just don't want to.
0: I mean, we that. we had like my mom's um best friend that recently passed away. She met him because he moved into the neighborhood. He was her neighbor. Mm -hmm. And they became best friends. And they came, like, he came over all the time. He would help her cut her grass. So, in some situations, it does work out. Mm -hmm. But some situations, it can go bad. It's that delicate balance. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I can see you doing it more if you live in a house and you live right next to those people. But you're not about to be borrowing sugar and shit. Don't Mm -hmm. come your ass over here asking to borrow cornmeal Mm -hmm. because you forgot it at the store. No. (laughs) <laughs> it's like that's so weird to me well, I remember we did it as kids Like mm-hmm. go down the street and ask him if she got some sugar over it. They're like oh my god that's so disgusting <laughs> Why are we doing this?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I hated it <laughs> <laughs> But um, we have uh, We talked about it before We have a neighbor here The cat lady
1: mm-hmm.
0: And me and her had a conversation mm-hmm. A few days ago Okay I was standing outside smoking a cigarette and She comes by and, you know, she's just being funny with the cat or whatever. And I said, is that your cat? And she said, no, it's a stray. She said, no, the cat's a stray. You got to talk louder. I'm sorry. She said, no, the cat is a stray. I said, you feed him? And she was like, yeah, but don't tell nobody. Mm -hmm. The brown one, I feed him too. (laughs) She was like. I love cats but I already have two so I can't let them in but I want to let them in and mm-hmm. I was like I don't know about that like yeah. leave them cats alone if you don't know them like but that cat
1: like follows her around too like she'll take that's them for why a she walk. wants
0: to take him but uh-huh. she said she already got two and she can't mm-hmm. and it's already too many cats <laughs> like she can't have a third and fourth cat but they know she feed them that's why they hang out by her door all the time right and she was like I'm so happy to meet a fellow cat or some shit she said like a fellow cat person super happy to meet you because i'm a cat person and i'm glad that you like the cats and i was just like where did she get that from
1: you know i do not like cats you know uh you have a problem with the crickets we have here yeah if you had a cat you wouldn't have a problem with the crickets around here
0: cats are so unpredictable though <laughs> like how do you control a cat they just do whatever they want. Yeah. And then the the biggest part about cats that bother me is, and I don't know how this works, because I've been over some people's house where they're able to take care of it and control it, and like, you you can't tell that they got cats unless, unless you see the cats, mm-hmm. but it's not like hair all over the house. Yes, it's, it's not is. like, I mean, it is, but it's not as noticeable. Sure it is. You think so? Yeah. Well, I, Okay. I'm just saying, some people' houses with cats, you walk in, you smell the litter box almost immediately. Uh-huh. It's like, oh my God, this thing is using a bathroom inside of a box and you got to sco That part of it is uh-huh. stressful. Yeah. The dog, he just go outside and do it. And uh-huh. then you can choose to pick it up or not.
1: You're such a bad person. <laughs> oh you you can't say that you choose to pick it up or not. <laughs>
0: You don't think a lot of people
1: I know they do But the, the, that's, a, that's a horrible thing to do You created a problem with somebody else The little kids out here playing in the grass They, they get the, your dog shit on their, their shoes And then their parents are like They got dog shit on their shoes And it's your fault Yeah
0: I'm part of the problem But all growing up I stepped on somebody else's dog shit And I just dealt with it You just go about life like it didn't happen I know but you
1: can make the world a better place
0: <sighs> I know Maybe I'll start. Maybe if we have a kid, I'll start working towards those things.
1: Just start working towards picking up.
0: Being more environmental. Dog doo doo? Being more environmentally um, friendly. Uh-huh. Not throwing trash or cigarette butts on the ground. Uh-huh. I'll start doing all that stuff if we have a kid. Right. And not now. So gross. <laughs> so funny.
1: So um, recently, uh, the streaming service Peacock they had a sale and it was uh pretty cheap basically uh you could subscribe for a year for like two dollars a month Mm -hmm. and i hopped on it because uh the new halloween movie was coming out and it was gonna stream uh same day on peacock as it was gonna play in the theaters Mm -hmm. i was like two dollars a month if i were to go to the theater because i really liked the last halloween movie the last two halloween and then halloween kills Mm-hmm. so good, both of them
0: ah, you like the scary stuff I don't
1: though i'm not a I'm not a horror movie guy
0: since Halloween stuff started this season didn't started you've been crazy about all those scary movies
1: uh-huh well uh so I was super excited uh last week uh the new Halloween was coming out and mm-hmm. like I get home from work on Friday I make myself a nice dinner and I sit down and I start watching the new Halloween movie mm-hmm. Carmen, it was atrocious. It was bad. It was the worst. They're signing petitions now to get uh, reshoots to make the movie different. Uh, The audiences aren't happy with the Halloween ends is the name of the movie.
0: And you already saw the whole thing? Yeah. So now they want to change it after they saw it? Yeah, because it was horrible. Because they're super fans and they're like, this is not what we wanted isn't it crazy how that works like something come out and then like i guess it's the power of the people people can move and change yeah. things if enough people get in on it yeah um
1: like uh the justice league movie had come out yeah and uh zach snyder was originally like the director of the justice league mm-hmm. and uh he had the back out and then another director took over and completely like changed the movie. Mm-hmm. And then the movie that came out was really bad. Mm-hmm. And and then like there was like a petition to make the new the Snyder cut. They're like release the Snyder cut. And then when HBO Max came out, Warner Brothers gave him like a hundred million dollars to Zack Snyder to, to finish the movie in his vision. Mm-hmm. And it it was like you know like four hours long or something like mm-hmm. five hours long. And it's definitely, like, better. but Shit, Joe that,
0: Rogan got $100 million for Spotify. Yeah, that's different, though. I know it is. Because he's only doing one job, technically. I now know, I but it.
1: they're adjusting something that was already completed. Yeah. And. Uh, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And so that's becoming, like, a thing where the people, like, you kind of want to give the people what they want. Because they give you the money.
0: hmm
1: And you already made the money from dissatisfying them. You know, so if you give them something different, they'll just they might pay it again.
0: Mm -hmm. I feel like that was a big
1: hit for uh, HBO Max when it first came out.
0: This is a this world that we live in is fucking ridiculous. Why? Because you you talk about these numbers being thrown around and this amount of money for this and this amount of money for this movie, like all this money that. So, uh, such a small percentage of the population control. Uh-huh. And then you got all these homeless people who don't even got a dollar to, like, buy a sandwich at the store. Mm-hmm. And then you got hundreds of million dollars being given to a guy who, like, reshoots a movie. You should be compensated, obviously. I understand how it works, how you make money off the move, blah, blah. But, God damn, like, how can you even feel comfortable with yourself walking around knowing that it's people not even eating? children not eating every day and you just got a hundred million dollars for one project mm-hmm. you know what i mean
1: yeah but a lot of mon- money is tied into it i do i know i know exactly what you're talking about that's like, just
0: how it works i know yeah
1: that's just the way that the world works mm-hmm. sorry <laughs>
0: that's just how it works some
1: people don't eat because they don't want to that's true too you know like it's it's there's a lot of caveats with that
0: yeah but you get it's not the, just a blanket thing i uh, no, it's not a it's not a black or white it's a uh-huh. gray right i get it um so i was just watching this little not documentary but this guy on uh youtube have you heard of him the frog man no. so it's this guy who pretty much created a frog army In his backyard, in this suburban neighborhood, Mm -hmm. he went to, like, swamps and stuff in the area, and, like, I guess it's a time of year where you'll see, like, a bunch of tadpoles forming, like, the eggs and everything. You can Mm -hmm. find them in certain areas. And he, like, completely drained this, whatever this swamp place was, got all the tadpoles, And brought them back to his like 1.4 million tadpole eggs. And obviously, all of them didn't survive. So he still ended up with hundreds of thousands of frogs. But he's saying if you leave them there, most of them die because they get eaten by other things anyway. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's how the ecosystem and everything is controlled because they kill off so many of them. But he put some, he pretty much harvested them all in his backyard in this big tank that he bought. And then they were all little tadpoles, they all were surviving. And then they turn into little baby frogs, mm-hmm. and then he don't know how to control them because he shouldn't have had them in the first fucking place. Like, mm-hmm. what do you do with a bunch of little tiny frogs like this hopping around? Mm-hmm. Now that they're big enough to like hop, you can't. What do you do with them? Right. And how do you contain them when you just did it in your backyard of a mm-hmm. neighborhood? So now his neighbors are moving out because the frogs are getting in their houses. They're everywhere. Like his videos online. The frogs are all over his doorstep. They're getting in his house. They're in the neighbor's houses. The neighbors are like, we got to move out. Like, what did you do to our neighborhood? Mm-hmm. He just created a frog army that took over the whole neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And then people are on there like, you're going to go to jail for that frog crime. <laughs> you can't do that. I would mm-hmm. assume that it does not help the ecosystem to release a, bu- a million frogs into mm-hmm. a suburban neighborhood. Right. It's like, it's just silly that people do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I'm creating a frog army. I don't think he realized, like, what was going to happen when he started.
1: So what happened?
0: Frogs got everywhere. And now they're trying to control them. That's the end? That's the end of the story. Uh. I wonder if he's going to get in trouble or get a fine or something for it, you know? Because the neighborhood he in look like it's a neighborhood where you pay fees and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's probably going to get a fine or something. Like, you can't... You're not, you you ain't getting kicked out You can't be doing shit like that mm-hmm. Like sir please don't get any more frogs
1: <laughs> I've had enough of the frogs
0: Yeah we're done he's Like I always wanted a frog growing up So you harvest a million of them
1: and Now I got all the frogs I could ever dream of
0: <laughs> He couldn't even do nothing with them He don't even know what to do with them He's mm-hmm. like what about when they get bigger And he's like well You know they're so tiny don't get killed off by birds and like Probably, things like yeah. that but not that many.
1: It'll fix itself.
0: Yeah, I know. That's how the world works. I know. It's just, just a funny little story I came across. It's like, mm-hmm. who does that? But I kind of love it because I do like frogs. Mm-hmm. Um, little ones. Not the one that we got. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that the one. The one living outside? Mm-hmm. You don't like that one? Mm-mm. It
1: is a pretty big guy.
0: Yeah, he's a pretty juicy frog. He'd just be popping up. I wonder where he'd be at. Where do you think he hide that?
1: When it's not over by us. I don't know. What the do, whole woods back there.
0: What do frogs do in the wintertime? I don't know.
1: Do they hibernate?
0: I don't think frogs hibernate.
1: Well, it's not like they just live for one year.
0: I know, but what they do in the winter? It gets like
1: zero degrees.
0: I know, they can't survive in, in that. Yeah,
1: they're cold-blooded.
0: Yeah, I don't know what they do. Uh-huh. That's uh we probably should look that up. Yeah. We should Google what frogs do in the what winter. Do what do little ghetto hood frogs do in the winter? Uh-huh. <laughs> See if we could find out some answers.
1: Yeah.
0: That's funny. So what else you watch?
1: Well, uh what came with uh the peacock uh was a nice, beautiful surprise. There was a documentary that was just released, uh it was called oh I God. Love You, You Hate Me.
0: Yeah, I saw that on my uh st- on oh my mm-hmm. streaming platforms, when I was checking out shows yesterday, uh-huh. I didn't realize what the title was, uh-huh. I and mean, I came across it.
1: Yeah, and it's a documentary about the the rise of and and uh, hatred for Barney, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of like how the show started.
0: Mm -hmm. And how proud they were to have created this character. Uh
1: And then how all these uh, groups of people uh, created hate, Barney hate groups. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It was so cool.
0: (laughs) It's so silly because you don't, this is something I guess you don't think about. But I mean, I can remember some, some of it little sprinkles here and there might have hurt you might have heard something or Mm -hmm. saw a little clip on tv or something but i remember i don't remember it being like that growing
1: up everybody was talking about how i i know the story that i heard was barney took off his glove and he gave everybody the middle finger mm -hmm. you know but he doesn't wear a glove it's a whole suit right like there's no gloves on barney that's what I'm so saying. Like, I know I like, heard little you, snippets of stuff. You hear like s- stories like that and then there, then you like see the people that are like the voice of Barney. The the, the voice of Barney is not the guy in the Barney suit. Mhm. And then like the second guy that was in the Barney suit, like the first guy, he quit Barney and he joined the military because he he uh, wanted violence in his life. mm mm-hmm. Mhm isn't that weird yeah and then the the other <laughs> I was guy like, what? <laughs> he was like he was like yeah i had to join the join the military after barney like what did you do before you you, you joined uh, i was barney yeah like, <laughs> but he wasn't like huge yet so it's yeah like, but like i need you to
0: not be on my team because <laughs> i don't deal with him
1: and then the second guy that wore like the uh barney suit uh he's he was like a tantra man mm-hmm. and an article came out about him in 2018 and he had he hadn't been barney for like 18 years at that point 17 years or something the black guy yeah yeah and uh they said that he was like uh having relations with his uh tan- heal healing tantra people he's like well we do the massage and all that stuff but whatever happens after that it's just kind of it just happens
0: Uh, massage with a happy ending
1: yeah basically where he gives but but tantra is a healing thing he said it's all about energy
0: yeah but it's a lot that comes with that (laughs) energy (laughs) comes from your whole body and then he,
1: he the whole time he's wearing like barney stuff
0: yeah he freaked me out
1: like team barney and then like he's going through like this box of like all his like barney stuff and he's like i love you barney (laughs) he's like he's like i feel the love of barney and me (laughs) oh yeah i was like this is getting weird now he's like it's a strange man you know i
0: mean look at all those little shows that was created when you see documentaries behind the scenes of how the show came about like i remember i watched one on a blues clues and Mm -hmm. like how they found the Steve in the first place and like how they went and he
1: makes an appearance on the
0: yeah and how they found the uh like all that stuff they even like they went behind the scenes and talked about Bill like Bill Nye talked a little bit about his show and Mm -hmm. how like like back in those days you just kind of like went with the flow because you didn't know what you were doing you were just creating something from scratch and you just kind of like went with it and then it became what it became
1: right so barney they had started off by making like videotapes Mm -hmm. and then they would sell like videotapes to local women in texas you Mm -hmm. know and then they had like a live show in texas Mm -hmm. and like it was like a a texas thing and then Mm -hmm. it slowly kind of just spread out until it was it hit it like a big boom and then they had like all the product that they had made previously so like you just find out about this stuff but there's already like you know all these other videotapes right you know so you already have a back catalog of when people discover like what's going on
0: i liked the part in a video where it talked about the parents in a video and a guy said how he would be uh uh he'd come home from work and like his toddler used to run to him and scream like daddy daddy and then once barney came out she wouldn't scream daddy no more she would uh-huh. just be glued to barney on the tv and right. it's like
1: it's like, of, I hadn't seen my kid for a week.
0: Then I made him hate Barney. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's so silly, but it's like, I don't know, man. Can you imagine being a, like our parents, what they had to deal with and like being a parent and having to listen to Barney's song all mm-hmm. day? Because you're like, oh my fucking God, yeah. you about to listen to grown up music because we can't be. Yeah. yeah. The girl at work, she's like. She's playing Old McDonald Had a Farm all day because her kid loves it. And she was like, but she learned the sounds of animals. Now she know the sound of a cow and the sound mm-hmm. of a chicken. Like, it teaches her. It's educational for her. Right. But she got to listen to it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, I, that, I don't know if I can do that.
1: Yeah, you got headphones now, right? get right you gotta put those things on there yeah then you also (laughs) you want to be cautious as a parent so you can't have your kid on the head you gotta be the kind of yeah what what are you you, you watching Mm -hmm. over there you know because
0: i don't know man like
1: i know there was like so youtube whenever i upload anything they ask is this made for children right because they have like a whole like youtube for kids right Mm -hmm. and there was uh this one like video of like this girl that had like a freak freaky face or something a, a few years ago mm-hmm. and she would like tell kids to like put like metal in the microwave and turn it on and, oh like, yeah yeah doing, yeah, like, yeah. Weird stuff. and uh I remember so, that, so yeah. stuff like sl- slips in you mm-hmm. know through the kids channels so you gotta be like weary of that like what know? creep
0: came up with that content to put that on there for kids like get your, get your crazy ass out of here telling like kids he to put metal in a microwave i right. remember when i was like a thing like hold on now what is this going on mm-hmm But yeah, it's it's interesting. I just think as a parent, like, I don't, it's something you don't think about until you get older and the things that annoy you. You're like, my parents had to be so annoyed all the time. Mm -hmm. I remember Taiwan being seven years younger than me. And like, he would watch, uh, what did he watch? He watched the Blues Clues. Little Bill? Yeah, he watched (laughs) Little Bill. He definitely watched Little Bill. Um, I know Caillou was on the tv for sure uh-huh. you got it they say, that, they say they
1: that, say that's the bald kid mm-hmm. they say Bill the
0: bill's the bald kids why they got all these bald kids <laughs> on there
1: charlie brown mm-hmm.
0: Uh uh-huh. like that's three bald kids right there that was on <laughs> popular shows like they gotta show they gotta show uh uh everybody right so i get that
1: <laughs> maybe it's just easier to not draw a character with hair
0: no, I think a lot of kids have cancer as well. Oh, and so that it represents that it them. Okay. Yeah, I'm, little Bill probably had cancer or something. <laughs> little, Bill is just is not little Bill is little Bill Cosby. Yeah, but Bill Cosby had hair. I know. So why he draw a boy with no hair? No. Oh
1: not
0: god, Oh, my God. My, uh, it's funny because my friend John was like, I never went bald. Uh-huh. I just shaved it at 10 because my He was always dad a clean-shaven
1: guy. Like, no, his
0: dad used to shave his head. No,
1: I know. But he was like a razor shave. Mm-hmm. He was a big head. Mm-hmm. Like he he had a shiny skull,
0: even at the age of ten. Uh-huh. And he was like, the other kids used to be like, "What the fuck is he doing? Why is, <laughs> why is hair he shaving his Like, head like he bald. had, and he did it himself. And uh-huh. he, and like now you see pictures of him, and his hair is grown. I'm like, he never was. <laughs> why, uh-huh. why did he do that? He
1: actually had hair. He just wanted to have he a shiny ball head.
0: shiny ball head. He right. wanted it. Yeah. And he was like, my dad did it, so I did it.
1: Yeah, he thought it looked cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like who. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like my
1: dad's like a cool guy, and look at his hair. I right. want my hair like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: But you 10 and you in school. Uh-huh. <laughs> These kids are scared of you. They running away like ah.
1: Yeah, that's funny.
0: It is <laughs> yeah, funny. But his dad had to be the one who shaved it the first time. Right. Was like, why you do that to him? Yeah. You got to make an executive decision as a parent. Yeah. No, it, you don't get to change your uh, hair boy, until you get old enough. Uh, boys
1: aren't just known how they don't. It's not a born in knowledge how to shave your head right right you gotta learn that
0: well i mean like you i couldn't uh how were you before you were able your parents allowed you to drink coffee i don't know like but in the household you used 14 like you couldn't just sit down and have a cup of coffee could you no wouldn't they be like what are you doing no. you don't need that coffee yeah no right we couldn't do none of that stuff to her we older like I mean like Little kids get their ear pierced mm-hmm. Little girls get their ears pierced Stuff like that But mm-hmm. like Taiwan couldn't get his ears pierced Because he's a boy Until he was older mm-hmm. my parents Just viewed that as Little girls get their ears pierced Right You know But For a boy to like And then back then They were like Oh you only get the right The left side pierced mm-hmm. And then they just Wearing one earring looking, Now everybody get both sides pierced Right But but you had to, The guys had to wait I remember Tony He had to wait Until he was old enough like to pay for it mm-hmm. it wasn't just gonna let them do it and like tattoos stuff like that we right. couldn't do that of that until makeup right. or wearing certain things nope you had to wait you gotta wait that's crazy
1: mm-hmm. that's how it works
0: i know but now you see kids in school with green hair i'm like nah, who mm-hmm. made that decision
1: I, I knew a girl that had a uh, a tattoo uh and we were a uh, freshman in high school like how do you get a tattoo that, that young? Your
0: parents have to sign off. Well, not always. Yeah, I got was, my first one.
1: This was a this was a primo. It had colors and everything. Yeah, <laughs> it was a professional. It wasn't like no,
0: it wasn't. But your like it doesn't have to be a parent that signed off. My first tattoo, uh, I got signed off by my friend Jessica mm-hmm. because Jessica typically
1: is a parent legal guardian. Right. Right.
0: But. They'll let a 18 they'll let somebody Depending them, on where you go. Depending on where you go. Right. So it's like not it could have been a friend yeah. or the family or somebody. The person
1: that doesn't pick up their dog poop is gonna let you go in with Jessica.
0: <laughs>
1: Shut right? <up>. Okay.
0: <laughs> Don't bring it back around to that. <laughs> I as got as something in my eye we gotta end this. That, that's not a normal thing. Uh-huh. All right. Well, thank you guys for watching another episode of the Sweet Gravy Podcast. If you have any questions or suggestions, please go to sweetgravypod at gmail.com. You can also check us out on YouTube and every other streaming platform.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye.